Hey there, Annie Trenders. My name is Will, and welcome to another episode of the Anime Trending Podcast. James is taking a few weeks off, a few weeks off, and has exiled himself to a forest far, far away. So I'll be stepping in as your substitute host for a few episodes. But you don't have to worry because with me are our usual co-hosts for today. Hey everyone, this is Gracie hopping back and forth between the Girl Taku podcast and the Anime Training podcast, and we also have... And this is Nico, and I must say, I wonder what James is doing in the woods. I wonder if he's also getting caught up with One Piece like other people within the Anime Trending organization seem to be doing nowadays. I don't think he can, though, because didn't he say he'll have, like, no access whatsoever? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe he just brought in, like, every single Blu-ray release and just, like, a single, like, PlayStation 3 just hooked up to his TV in the woods. <laughs> and, like, he just needed to do that in, like, total isolation in order to get caught up. But, yeah, I don't know. He's doing stuff in a, in the forest. It's it's pretty funny, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, I will miss him until he comes back. Um, but I guess the cool thing that he's in the woods now is that there'll be a ton more shows that are going to be out by the time he gets back. So that's kind of like the ideal situation for me, just having like a bunch of things that have already been like sorted and filtered out. So you already know like what the what the really good stuff this season's going to be. Uh, and that's actually the theme of our episode today. So we're going to be talking about upcoming summer 2022 episodes or shows shows and episodes of shows that are sequels that are going to be good coming out um but before we get into that we are still in spring because that's the current season we're in um so we're going to take a look at the current chart check so this is right now week nine um this chart was released on june 12th 2022 and we're going to go into the uh, top 10. so in first place we have the still as of yet not released summertime rendering. Uh, in second place, we have in half Sama, the world. I I have to half the uh, world. Half the world. <laughs> yeah, half the world. Yeah, no, not it's not released in my world, unfortunately. Yes, and that's we really... we wouldn't include it on our charts otherwise. But half of the other world does have access, and it, we have it, an it international is... community. So yeah, it is true. Yeah, Anatomy is, is an international community, and it is that half of the world that is a huge part of our world too. So it's like we're as connected to the world i just i just really want to watch summertime renders I've heard <laughs> it's too, really good too. and like like of all of the shows that i think are airing this season i think that that's like the best one that i would definitely be really enjoying um if, I, if only i could watch it um in second place we have kaguya-sama love is war ultra romantic in third place we have Tomodachi game. Tiny little uh tiny little fireworks going off on that. Staying strong. <laughs> Staying strong. Uh in fourth place we have Spy Family. So that actually was really funny when I saw this result because I I remember seeing Gracie's initial reaction of having having Spy Family drop all the way from first place to fourth place. Not because it dropped that far, but because it dropped below Tomodachi Game. Yeah, I was about to protest, and I was like, (laughs) I don't mind any episodes dropping, per se. It's uh, rankings dropping. I always care more about how it positions to other anime on the chart, so yeah. (laughs) I mean, Tomodachi Game has 
the second half has really just you know it, it's more interested me more in it than the first half to be honest um i and, don't yeah. care about that anime <laughs> at all i think it's I, so I obvious yeah. and like the most recent reveal of like who the actual like mastermind behind like the opposing team is i called that the second the new characters were introduced i was like oh that mm-hmm. guy that guy is gonna be the guy who's actually in charge it looks like it's someone else but it's actually gonna be that guy and guess who was right me so. <laughs> <laughs> all according to like, kaku yeah i was like who me i'm the small defenseless kohai i'm totally not the mastermind i know i'm like He's please actually- i'm just like please try a little harder like can't you at least try a little harder to make it a little like more interesting for me to try to predict no i had it right on the money and i'm just like i have never been so upset to be right on the money so <laughs> yeah like, like it was kind of weird like like speculating on what was going to happen because like it, it's not a tense show at all like it's no you no know, <laughs> you know what's going to happen so a lot of the mystery is like how are you going to win in this situation but you know he's going to win every time yeah <laughs> otherwise you just don't have the show um, and like the way he won in the more recent episodes, I was like, wow, he, he almost like didn't go far enough in like getting the thing, getting like the, the victory in this episode. Um, so like it, maybe it just got over like that initial hump of like the fact that like the friends were like backstabbing each other over like just small pocket change level worth of money. And now it's kind of like fighting other people that made it more interesting, but it it is like, it's. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it's very safe for like a quote mind game show. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like for a show. that's all about mind games. You have been very particularly predictable. So, which I always feel like that's a bad sign. If that's the case. Predictable and sanitized actually, when you think about it, I, I, I kind of predicted it would, I kind of wish it had a little more gore, but it's kind of been, uh, little too clean for my taste yeah i, I was gonna say because like the whole recent like, i'm just gonna go spoil this because i don't like this show that much um so this the most recent game was like the idea that you have to hide and seek and hide someone and there's a whole dynamic of you can't inflict violence on your opponents but you can totally inflict violence on your own teammates and so part of the trick is like getting one of the teammates to switch swap teams so now the protagonist coon now has one guy on the, his team that was previously part of this other team. And those people are all friends. And so you know he's going to lose because they're going to find his location. But he can call the guy and he just threatens like, oh, I'm going to beat him up if you don't immediately give up. And I was surprised that he was just only like threatening to like break fingers instead of just like straight up like killing that guy. Um like something that like would have like really incentivized that team captain guy to like press the give up button like because at that point i'm just like oh he just is just it's very like mild in terms of a threat that's supposed to be like a threat from like quote like a like almost like a criminal mastermind level threat yeah i um, know i was like dude like i'm i'm the one who's more violent right now while i'm watching because when he was doing the threat anything i'm like stick a stick through his leg that's gonna hurt bad <laughs> so, yeah like bite, bite his ear off and like send him a picture of it but like that's just that's just my darkness inside like i'll be real <laughs> I, <laughs> 
like it's just like they didn't go too far enough because this is how I would do it if this was my game theory. <laughs> I just I, I I like like I said I don't actually care that Spy Family fell to four. It's fine that it did. It's more of the fact that Tomodachi game is rated above it right now, which I'm just like no 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 no. <laughs> So I like have this whole rant already. Like uh, most of my like you're you're this is probably surprising, but most of my juice is already gone. I've already gotten a lot of like my negative like thoughts out of my system already about it. But yeah, I just I know why people like Tomodachi Gang. They are literally only here for the protagonist because they like seeing assholes who act all chill and seem like a nice guy, but is actually secretly an edgy boy win. And so. That's why that that's the only reason why Tomodachi game is going well. There's literally no other reason. And I because people have already made this comparison where they're like, oh, you know, who would win? Like Ayo Nokaji from Classroom of the Lee or um, this guy from Tomodachi game. And I'm like, OK, look, Classroom of the Lee was actually genuinely a great mind game protagonist i had a lot of fun with him and trying to figure out what he was trying to do and stuff because he is a lot more subtle in the way he's in the ways he goes about things and the way he plans things and so and also the anime did a really good job of not like explicitly setting the reveal until the very last episode of the first season so i'm like if we're gonna like comparing these two is just kind of insulting to me at this point so yeah <laughs> yeah and it almost will become a comparison that is much more clear once it actually comes out because classroom of the elite season two is coming out in summer oh oh yeah um, and i i am definitely going to talk about that so yeah <laughs> Okay, yeah, so I'm just going to try to speed through the rest of the chart check. I mean, I I could say some stuff about Spy Family kind of being slow in this case. Um, maybe that's kind of why it dropped, where, like, there's, like, one episode left at this point, and I don't know if they've accomplished too much within the show. No, um, it's I, actually a lot more slice of life than I expected. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't know if that's just, like, the type of show that I was led to believe based on the first couple episodes, but I, I felt like by the castle episode, I was like, Oh, this is going to go nowhere for a while. Is like, so I just had to be like, enjoy where it goes and not have to worry about Yeah, it. No, I, I legit tell people I'm like, spy family is a slice of life anime, despite the way it looks it's slice of life. So. <laughs> yeah. It's a very episodic, uh, I, I guess spy adventure, uh, probably mm -hmm. the longest, mission lloyd's ever gonna be in for a while so i mean i per personally i i kind of enjoyed this week's episode because you know you had anya just manhandling big big boys with uh in a game of do dodgeball or at least oh that's going to. to be next week's chart actually because of the way that our charts oh, okay. are released yeah um basically anime that come out on saturday and Friday, Saturday, or is it Friday? Yeah, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Um, anime that come out during that time, usually the voters are for the next chart. So, um, because okay. our charts come out on Sunday. So yeah, so the one that the four one is with Yuri. Yeah, yeah so that'll mean uh, it'll oh. probably go up later. <laughs> oh, and I, I yeah. like that episode with Yuri. That was hilarious. Oh, like, I, thought I mean, that I like the really dodgeball episode. Too. That was like the funniest. I thought that was the funniest episode of the season so far. 
Okay, so I'm gonna move on. So we got number five. <laughs> the best girl. Uh, we got Data Live four. We got that one. And then number six, we got Shikimori's Nauseous Cuties standing at number six for the second week in a row. Uh, we got number seven. You got your boy Kong Ming. He's climbing up the board again. It was it's up three spots from now at seven. Love your boy Kong Ming. Uh, there should be more more cosplay of Kong Ming. Um, looking forward to that at AX because at Fanime we saw a couple, one one or two actual Kong Ming. Uh, mostly Aiko, which which kind of makes sense. I feel like that that's an easier cosplay to pull off. I hope I get but to see I more s- more uh, Kong Ming cosplays near my area. But uh, yeah, it kind of makes yeah. sense that uh, Aiko would get uh, some more cosplays. Mm-hmm. And number eight, we got Komi Can't Communicate season two dropped four spots. Ooh, that's a pretty big drop. We got number nine. We got Aharon San. I I forget the full name. Uh, I believe it's Aharon San Wahakaranai. Wahakaranai. It's a it's a mouthful. Is there like a localized? Is there like a localized? I don't. I always forget. Yeah, I don't uh, think so. I think this is one of those anime that just um are are localized in their Japanese titles. So, uh, but I think most most people would refer to the show as Aharon San, um, just for e- just for uh, easier. Uh, pronunciation i guess and then number 10 we got a newcomer <laughs> i'm having the same problem how would i say the newcomer a it's another mouthful <laughs> another mouthful i would i could have just pretended like yeah right it's the yeah it, it's the uh, uh number 10 yeah it's the yelling soccer anime so uh <laughs> it's been a wild ride because the protagonist basically is just like failing and succeeding and then failing again. So, you know, it's kind of your standard boys, uh, boys, uh, sports anime, um, in a sense, but you know, it j- just imagine hearing like, uh, Black Clover's Asta just yelling for, for, um, like a few episodes and you'll, you'll get kind of get the experience. Okay, got it. Yeah, because from I remember from playing soccer, yeah, if you yell really, really loud, eventually that'll get the ball into the goal. You just have to <laughs> let your 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 berserker instincts take just, over. Yeah, berserker just like instincts. <laughs> just Easy like will the soccer into the net, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna wake up, maybe like a haze of blood. Like you don't know what happened. Just you got the ball and the goal. And that was the that's the goal. You know. Are there any other closing thoughts from the chart check? Aside from the Tomodachi game thing, no. <laughs> our, our weekly Tomodachi game rant. <laughs> I just, I think I love that every time I see the logo that we used, it's just Manabu T posing on like all of the shows below it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I can't like unsee that now, like being above Spy Family, <laughs> considering like how much money Spy Family has been making um, across the industry. It's, I just, I, I, I guess people didn't like Yuri being a siscon, even though I enjoyed him flying through the air from his sister's slap. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like I, without, without self-reporting, I'm mean, like, that was the funniest part though. Like that was like the best part of the episode was like Yuri's instincts being like the secret police cop, but also he's got the massive siscon. Like, it was just really absurd at that point, especially because, like, I, I'm honestly really glad that, like, Anya wasn't, like, 
in the room in those opening scenes because like like I think of all of the moments she probably would have been like the most mentally scarred from like that entire exchange of what happened at the that dinner. You know, I think she was asleep most of the time in that episode. So uh, like, you know, I I, I believe she has a telepathic uh, or uh, powers, but I guess they don't work when she's asleep then. (laughs) Unless they do. And she just has like the most messed up nightmares. Cause that, like, that's, that's something that like, I don't even want to think about. And like, I'm just really sad that I thought about that right now. (laughs) Okay. So let's, yeah, let's move on for the uh, summer 2022 upcoming shows. Um, there's a lot. I'm just gonna like popcorn around. There's a lot yeah, of shows. A lot. There's a lot that I'm really looking forward to, and that's interesting really because summer for. is always my slowest season. I actually, uh, that season is always the one that I'm kind of like chilling versus all the other ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you feel the same for this season, or is there? Oh like, yeah, hundred um, percent. Uh, my lineup is a lot shorter this uh, for summer again, just like it usually is. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of um. Well, I, I guess with every season, there's just a lot of you know your hyped up sequels. Um, you know, there's there's also some um, I guess some some weird stuff in between that uh, you know, maybe it's like a first time adaptation or. Just like um, you know, some I, I think we also have like I, I noted this down in in one of my notes, but like I, I couldn't believe we're getting like a new Tokyo Mew Mew anime. So I'm I'm like kind of uh, excited for for that to drop whenever it does. Oh, I didn't even realize what what is, what is Tokyo Mew Mew? If you have to like explain it to me, who's never. Yeah, because I would have just totally passed this up. What what is this? Yeah. Uh. So okay. So here's my experience with this uh, Tokyo Mew Mew anime. Um, it, it's based on it's basically like a magical girl show. Uh, you know, it, but instead of you know transforming into like you know your standard Sailor Senshi's, it's more like the girls transform into like different um, I, I guess colorful uh animals. So. The main the main girl transforms into this like uh pink strawberry cat and you know it was made into an anime I think in the two thousands and you know was one of the um I guess unfortunate uh uh rehashes of uh four four um four kids productions back in the day where like they dubbed everything in English cut cut out certain episodes and scenes and just like oh, you're right. redubbed everyone's uh, uh yeah. like renamed everyone into like uh english uh in, in, into english names so i remember just catching a f- like a few episodes of the older anime when i was like you know kind of young uh it was on during i think the morning of like weekend mornings when i didn't really have anything to do so um it was just kind of there um and it was, I believe it was, it was shown on um, when four kids ran their uh, programming block on Fox. That's when uh, they they ran episodes of uh, Tokyo Mew Mew, and um, I guess like Sailor Moon, it's back. <laughs> it's back, uh, and uh, Sentai Filmworks is going to uh, stream it as as well. So, um, so, so if we yeah. also get like a card capture soccer reboot as well, then that would like almost complete like the childhood magical girl. Oh yeah. Trifecta. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I guess, yeah, that, that would be, that's one show I guess I'm kind of keeping an eye on. 
Um, so, so Nick or Gracie, have you heard heard of that show before, or is is it is this like just news to you? Uh, I definitely know Tokyo Mew Mew. I because I was into the Cardcaptor Sakura era, so I'm aware of the 2000s oh, yeah. adapt adaptation of it. But I never got into it like I did with Cardcaptor Sakura. So uh, I think the big thing about Tokyo Mew Mew is correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the creator died. Uh, yeah, I think so, because I, I think one of the writers for Tokyo Mew Mew was, um, yeah, Reiko, well, Reiko Yoshida, uh, she was the writer, she's still alive, and, uh, she, she's done a lot of, uh, screen, screenwriting for, like, different, um, like, anime series, Mia, yeah, Mia recent, the artist, the illustrator, Mia Ikumi, uh, recently, uh, passed away um just this past march yeah so yeah so i i remember that because i tokyo mew mew is a pretty classical anime from the two it's like you know those 2000s anime so i remember when the news came out people were really sad about it but also they're like well funnily enough there's a new tokyo mew mew coming out so in a way it kind of like um, you know, it kind of respects and honors the artist who did uh, pass away. So that was kind of the biggest thing that struck me when I heard about Tokyo Mew Mew and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting experience, at least for me. I mean, I'll see how how um I how long I'll stay with it. Um, I'd, I'd like to see it, like see the Japanese version uh, this time. Um, I think I had a similar experience just like um watching sailor moon crystal because you know i never by the time sailor moon like the original sailor moon anime ended and was dubbed like i was it wasn't in my generation but you know i had a chance just to watch like i guess the first season of the newer one uh sailor moon crystal and you know it it was um like I, i guess my my biggest like worry is that you know whenever i watch like those magical girl anime shows like i'll i'll feel like i'm i'm kind of like not not the targeted uh audience for it but um you know i i like hopefully uh with this uh with the new tokyo mew mew uh hopefully i can uh at least uh enjoy my time with it uh a bit better than i did with uh sailor moon crystal i'm sorry i was i was i lost my train of thought the main thing i was thinking of was if you've ever read the anime club comic strip by gunsmoke um, Gunsmoke is the same person who created um, the This Is Fine dog. <laughs> um, there's a really, really hilarious um, like four or five chapter comic about these guys running a high school anime club. And it's one of the funniest things I've ever read as like an anime fan and like as someone who went through that. And like part of it was like, like where they're introducing a friend to the world of anime and they're going to help him become more cultured. And like one of the guys I just remember is just like rev up the card capture Sakura. And they're all just like sitting in a basement reading, watching it. It was like, that's all, that's all I kind of remember that as like being, not being in the target audience. I mean, magical Um, girl. I appreciate a good magical girl anime from time to time. Um, doesn't always have to be like dark stuff like Madoka magic, uh, magica, but, uh, you know, I I enjoy it from uh time to time. There's, they make for uh pretty, they make for uh pretty good final fight scenes as well. Mm-hmm. 
And on that note, I'm going to move on to the thing that I'm honestly, I'm still shocked every time I remember that this is getting a second season. But we have The Devil is a Part-Timer Season 2. Of course, of course, yep. And I am hungry for more. It's been, it's been, I think, almost 10 years since the last season, which is uh, really, like, dating me, to be honest. Yeah, if, if I want to be, like, nitpicky and correct, it's been eight years, and it's been yes. exactly the amount of time no. that, like, yeah. I went incredibly more invested into anime. It's super funny, because, like, when I was finally, like, watching stuff beyond, um, like, just stuff like Dragon Ball or Pokemon, like, stuff that was standard, like... I got into it more like 2014-ish, 2013, 2014, and I remember watching the stuff that was currently airing, and that was Devil's a Part-Timer, Attack on Titan, which had just came out, and then also, um, I think Gargantia, which was written Gargan- by... Yeah, uh, Gargantia under Verter also. Those, those, those were all, yeah. all three of them were airing on the same season. I just, I remember loving Devil's a Part-Timer. It was one of the funnier, funnier shows, um, watching on that. Where the devil works at McDonald's. Was it Wick Donald's or was it? What was? I think it was Meg. I think it was Meg. Meg Ronalds. Meg Ronalds. I think. I think you have that confused yes. with like yes, Wack Donalds, yeah. which is from Wagnaria <laughs> or working. Yeah, like oh my god, because like every there's so many variations of the name from. Oh gosh, if you ever have the chance to go see the Anime Burger Time panel hosted by Evan Mentos, it's super worth it because he just has clips of just any time in an anime that they just mention burgers or eat burgers on screen. And there's there's so many deep cuts into this. Like you'd be so surprised at how many clips you can pull to fill like an hour, um, an hour panel at a convention. Oh no, I totally uh, believe believe it. Um, I- I've seen some good anime burgers before, and uh, you know, re- looks really, really top tier. And um, just just on that note, on the year of, uh, I-, I guess Devil was a part timer, like when the first season came out. Um, I like. 2013 was a great year for anime because like that was when i i also watched uh you know first season of attack on titan uh devil's a part-timer uh i think data live the first season uh aired aired that aired that season too so you you know it's it's still it's still um i guess surprises me just how long it has gone to like it has gotten since um you know when 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 that uh, first season kind of uh, dropped, and um, I I guess I, I feel old to be honest. Yeah, like especially because like the source material is a light novel, and you know that there's like the story doesn't end from the end of season one, and it kind of leaves you with the message of just if you want more, uh, go read the many many other volumes that are out there um and that that was always the toughest part is like knowing like when an anime gets finished or it like the story's not complete but you know it's in like this weird like light novel kind of hell where it's not it's not done and you just want to see the endings animated like such as like such as um spice and wolf is the other Which good is example also getting a new season that was a big bombshell drop so <laughs> big, big a- every anime is getting a new season or remake nowadays <laughs> 
In internally, I think with our metrics, we had so much web traffic that day. That was insane when Spice and Wolf dropped. That was I think that was the largest spike I we've, love we've Spice ever and seen. Wolf, so I can't wait for that. But you're right, William. There's um if you've read some of the Sakuga blog people, um they've the way that they see it is that anime is desperately tapping into nostalgia, kind of like nostalgia. Um they're tapping yep, into of course nostalgia to sort of keep the industry running and going because if people start losing interest it is going to crash and burn so yeah <laughs> you know what remake i'd like to see i'd like to see a martian successor nadesico remake at some point but uh, i don't know if i'm ever gonna get that <laughs> does that involve aliens because i know we have the urusei yatsura remake coming out yes uh aliens <laughs> uh space Sort of, sort of all that uh, I guess, like space battleship Yamato, um, uh, Tenji Muyo kind of uh, deal, I guess. Oh, oh, got it. From from, is it also made by Luigi Matsumoto or is it like a completely? It's a parody of his series. I feel it was done by I think directed by Takuya Sato and um, I think Zbex uh, was the animation uh, production for that show, but. Um, yeah, I guess uh, it was really, I get like, I, I didn't grow up watching it. Like, I discovered it, like, you know, like any other Gen Z kid, uh, just, like, later on some, uh, I guess, social media and stuff like that. But, yeah. Yeah, because at that point, you have, like, the full list of, like, here's every space opera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I could see why. There, I mean, there's so many parodies of, of the format, too. Um. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Hachiraku Maosama. I don't remember what part of the story they're even at. Like that, he's just he's just got to get his job to stay alive. Uh, they they remember they beat up a guy from the other dimension, and now he's on like way better terms with Emmy the hero. Yeah, he they I think uh, they beat up the uh, angel dude or whatever. Um, not the, oh, yeah, the not the blue haired like angel who got like fat later. It was uh, I think as uh, uh, his supervisor or something like that, but. I did read the manga adaptation for Devils a Part Timer, so I know what will, like, without spoiling, I do know what they'll cover <laughs> in the second season. And you know that that kid you see in in, in the, in, I guess the promo material is gonna uh, have a have a somewhat of a big role. So you know that, that that's all I'll say for now. I think within. Across most socials, I feel like that one, this, like, this is the one that has, like, the highest um, anticipation, I think. I don't know if there's other ones that are close. Actually, no, I see I see Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 2 has, like, a lot of hits as well on there. Yep. And, like, dang, that's I'm a... not watching it. I'm not bothering it. I don't care about it. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't stop the waifu the wars, Nick. <laughs> Every anime, and Gracie says, no, I will pass on I this I watched one. the first season, yeah. I gave it a chance, and I didn't like it, and so um, so I just said goodbye to it, and I hate Ruka with a pure gut, so. <laughs> 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 I've talked about it a million times, but I hate character types like her. Like, they drive me insane, because they are, like, the ultimate pinnacle of selfishness, while also being unaware of that fact. Like, that's that, to me, is the biggest part, because 
On one hand, if you are selfish and you're aware of it, that kind of shows your capacity to become better because you know you have like this issue. But if you are literally one of the most selfish people in the world and you think you're the victim, get out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if any case, we have all of your other uh, raw distilled, uh, not raw, but like pure distilled takes were in a previous episode when it was coming out. We called it uh, Ragging on Rag. Yeah, Ragging on Rag. <laughs> uh, I'll probably put the link in the description just because like... That's a nice pun. Have... <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a pretty fun... I, I that was actually one I was not part of, but I remember just listening to it because I just liked hearing just the the raw, the raw seething hatred towards Rent and Girlfriend, and to to an extent, like I totally get it because there's a part of me that like I didn't want to watch this because it's like I don't like a show that's kind of like self inserting myself in this really weird situation, like. Like, I, like, it's just the protag, it's like the protag coon, like, aspect where I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird, and the, the show is kind of making me feel like I'm supposed to be emotionally invested, like, like as if this is personal to me, and it's just, like, kind of yeah, not not my cup of tea. Yeah, Renter rent Girlfriend uh, kind of toes the line between, I guess, guilty pleasure for me, and just, like, just this, I guess, ball of light that I can't ignore, <laughs> Cause uh, I I really want to know where this all of this drama is going to nowhere. End the up. answer is nowhere. <laughs> well, great Gracie, yeah, the like, the manga we... the manga creators gotta <laughs> churn out those chapters weekly somehow. <laughs> you gotta keep pumping out those uh, volumes at the end of the month. The creator knows that they will never ever be able to create a second rent a girlfriend, so they can't they can't end it you know it's like it's like that's that's like some of the problems with some of the shows where it's like they know we can just lock you into this this anger weaponized waifu war wow. well you, you you can't you can't understate waifu wars well i'm gonna share the anime that i'm really looking forward to yeah let's yeah go. let's go um it's called knights with a cat <laughs> it's not coming mm. out until August. Uh, the uh, the Japanese is Yoru wa Neko uh, to Isho. I probably butchered his pronunciation. But basically, um, the main character, he comes home tired all day and he just wants to spend time with his new cat. And it's just very cute slice of life of him and his cat. And I imagine uh, the, the guy is very similar to Nico. And I'm going to imagine that, like, oh, and the cat is also gray and striped, like Dopo. So, not Dopo, uh, Solo. So, uh, oh. <laughs> so, I just wanted to point that out. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it looks really cute. So, <laughs> did you ever read the manga A Man and His Cat? No. Because sometimes I feel like that's my cat dynamic. Where like, let me show you a picture of the I, I, on that. I, yeah, I, just, I definitely I seen oh, that. That's that cat so has cute. big that so energy. <laughs> it's a chubby fella, fella that cat is. It's a chubby looking Garfield. He just wants it's the little so dog. I've seen uh, Nico. I I have seen this this manga a lot in uh, my local bookstore. It's uh, I think it it's flying off shelves because um, there's like just uneven amounts of uh, uneven volumes here and there. So. It's like I'm I'm just drawn to the the fat chubby cat on that cover. To be honest, 
<laughs> yeah, like I, I highly recommend it. I mean, it's it's a really, really positive uh, manga, a fun story. Enjoyed it. Looks it. So cute. Um, <laughs> it. I've been reading a lot more manga just because I've been like kind of getting into reading just a lot of like really dark stuff and so i'm like almost done with the juji ito adaptation of no longer human and like mm. that is like if i didn't have a man and his cat i'd be just an absolute void right now because that is just like the most extreme darkness <laughs> i've ever read in like a book you, you and <laughs> i was i was prepared going into it being like oh this is going to be extremely messed up and talk about the human condition and i was already like mentally prepared but i guess i just wasn't because it's i was just not prepared for what i was reading in that book that was it's it's pretty gnarly um you've just been eternally depressed by both ito and osamu dazai in that case yeah no it's nuts too and the fact that like ito like so much of his stuff is like I almost kind of call it like comedic and cartoony with some of the body horror but like a lot of the like the really violent or horrifying parts are drawn in a way that like makes it feel too real like it because it's like so much of the of the book is like autobiographical in some cases and so it just it just felt like i'm reading this cursed manuscript the whole time and i can't shake the feeling of like the events on there but yeah anyways man and his cat good good book <laughs> See, just just going back to that nights with a cat uh anime um i remember doing co- the news report writing that news uh report for that anime uh uh-huh. and it's like I, I to be honest i didn't discover it <laughs> until like maybe a day later when i when i thought oh i i just forgot this seemingly um like underrated uh show so it is it to me it does feel like sort of a deep cut but i am kind of looking forward to it and uh i guess if you like um what was it that uh isekai quartet uh it's from the same studio too so you get to see that uh i guess comfy chibi style uh, animation uh at its work yeah i so i didn't watch isekai quartet because i'm not interested in that but i think i I don't know i just like these stories with like pets and animals and uh and while overall my taste is kind of eclectic i'm pretty spread out so um i'm just excited because it looks really really adorable (laughs) The cat looks adorable too, with especially like I don't, I, I don't know, eyes. cat, the big <laughs> eyes, yeah, definitely the cat's eyes just like grab your attention. There's quite a bit of original airing next season as well. No, it's not by the same suit. I had to check because for some reason the 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 premise of it just makes it sound similar to another show where the idea is like he comes home tired and has cat, but I was also thinking of a show called Wakako's Sake, which mm. is about like this um, lady who just comes back from a day of work, goes to the bar and just eats food and just has her nice night and meal all alone. It's a, it's always like a quick five minute episode, but it's just such a nice, like unwinding yeah, kind of show. Yeah. I remember watching that it was such a, such a cool vibe. Um, especially just seeing all yeah, the different, um, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Izakaya, uh, foods that she was, uh, uh, eating and uh, you know definitely uh, ju- definitely was uh, definitely made me hungry <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah and more people should be watching like 
five minute episode shows because like there's a lot of really fun ones that you can kind of get through pretty quick short form yeah short format short form anime is underappreciated and you know not a lot of people really um i guess watch it in in my opinion like even on um you know rating sites like mal or live chart they don't really have uh like high ratings but you know they you they should at least uh, give it a chance for sure Okay, so going into original, um, we have Call of the Night. Um, I don't know if any, has anyone actually read no, this one. That's or, not like, an original. I've, uh, oh, that's it. It's, it's based it's on a manga. Original, yeah, it's not. It's not a sequel, so that's why I'm like, you're, this is original yeah. enough for me. Like, from my perspective. <laughs> you're talking about like first time uh, adap- adaptations. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've uh, because I'm trying to think like what other original. Yeah, uh, I yeah, guess you, in so. terms of Call of the Night, I, I guess, I mean, it is the manga is available in um North America to my knowledge, and the only reason I know all about it is because I've been just been covering it a lot because like there's been a lot of uh I guess uh new visuals and uh, uh PV trailers for it as well, and um I'll be honest, I'm not too big of a vampire fan uh fan but you know just from watching the um like the initial trailers and stuff i i think i'll i'll keep this bookmark for sure and uh, see what the first episode is like uh is that like sort of what you two are thinking about it too yeah because i mean i think seeing the initial key art i mean the, the main thing that they were pushing was all of the key art focusing on Nazuna, the main heroine yep. of the show. If, if she's heroine, I don't know. She just she gives me the the Harley Quinn crazy eyes. So I don't know if that's like trying to appeal to like the anime fans that like that Harley Quinn character from My Hero Academia oh, or not because it's like that. it just yeah. like because like it's just it's just like the crazy eyes in the design. That's like that's kind of interesting, but I don't know if it's like. If, if like what what that what that means for the show um well um yeah definitely she does give off uh himiko toga vibes from my hero academia for sure and uh <laughs> she is also voiced by uh i guess anime trending voice actress champion sora amamiya as well so you know that's that gives her another oh yeah okay and um yeah that's yeah a... and i think if i remember correctly the uh the series is from the same creator who did um, uh, Degashi Kashi from a few years back. Just oh, that, yeah. it does Sense look now. like okay. that. Yes, that's, it does. Yeah, same that's character why design. they got yeah. the crazy eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's their eye, their, it looks like his, their work. <laughs> yeah, their, work, their eyes, like I remember in Degashi Kashi, they may, always make their eyes like in a circular fashion when you really it's very it, particular like, yeah it's very particular very, very distinct and very like spirally uh in a sense mm-hmm. yeah exactly that's why like i didn't know if like if the person is just you know because you know like and sometimes the vampires you have like that that trope of like being a vampire makes you uh what's the right word like i don't want to say like libaceous i don't know if that's even i'm like i don't think that's idea of, like, horny <laughs> <laughs> Not horny. No, that's not the word I was. Oh, going sorry. For, I think I was like, thinking of vanitas. Like the pleasures of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanitas would do that, but I was just thinking like 
living with like all of the earthly pleasures, not up to and including that, but like including like I just want to eat all the best food. I want to see all the best. So things. Uh, I want to like so hedonistic then. He hedonistic. That's the right word. But I'm gonna call it libatious because that sounds about right to me. <laughs> Come on, Nico. I'm I'm the uh, English major here. I I got your I got words for days. <laughs> I know. No, I I am not the editor here. That's why like like Jack or Agnes are just gonna kill me for messing up with these words. Um, uh, but yeah, call the night. Okay, so it's it's like a completely different genre considering that it's like supernatural stuff as opposed to Dagashi Kashi having the setting being like a just like a romance kind of settled around a candy store. Though I did learn some interesting things about candy from that anime, so... <laughs> like, ironically, <laughs> I know it was very fanservice-y and it was just very medium at the end of the day, but I did learn some things about Japanese candy and I like learning these things, so, at the, so it was a plus for me, so... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've always been a little uncomfortable with this show, only because I have to remember the time in college where my my club decided, let's show Dagashi Kashi to like 100 college <laughs> students at the same time. That, that's an interesting like, choice. Nobody was laughing. I was so like, this is the most awkward feeling of like, obviously like in a club setting with like a with a college group, it's like, it's like that she has to be funny or else like people are gonna hate it because of just like all the different backgrounds of people there but like that show especially was so hated <laughs> like oh my god oh man well speaking of actual originals though there's a lot this next season and the one i'm most looking forward to is lycoris recoil um are mm, are any of you yeah. two looking at that one <laughs> i'm uh yeah i've uh, I, I think I watched the first trailer and, and seen like some visuals here and there. That one is I, I don't think I know too much about it, but it does it does seem interesting. Uh, well, I thought it was going to be similar to Healer Girl, where there's, you know, um, it's because Healer Girl is an original that's slice of life. And the authors clearly the writer clearly knew what they wanted to write and they went for it. And it's very it's very. Um, put together and slice of life and very calm so I thought that's what it was about but then their newest poster came out and it's like the top half of the poster it looks very normal with the girls like in their school uniforms and it's sunny outside and stuff like that but then underneath it is nighttime and they're holding guns and so um i mean as anime girls do yeah of course and so basically the official synopsis that has since come out is that it's like this cafe um it's this cafe where they kind of um during the day they're you know giving out treats and they help people and it's very so kind of like killer girl during the day where it's slice of life but then at night, it becomes like this zombie giant monster slash supernatural hunting headquarters. And so it's like a flip between being like, a, I guess, like a therapy cafe during the day and then being a supernatural hunter at night. And I was like, oh, I love those things. So I really hope that this original does well. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I, I definitely remember reading that that uh synopsis for sure it does uh just going from that description it does remind me a bit of uh I, I don't know if it's the same but it does remind me a bit of a uh, school life just with the uh, different in like you know the slice of life stuff and just like the 
the zombie horror or stuff that sort of like in the background you know so um the the key visuals will like trick you into thinking it's something else but you know hopefully the first episode is uh will be a banger for sure is there anyone else who wants to share what's on their list and what they're looking forward to (laughs) yeah yeah so like i don't know if this counts in summer is september 30th summer because I know that uh, there's like two shows in September that I look really forward to, and I don't know if I think that it does. Like at the very I think end. it does because October is officially fall. So okay, so so I'll I'll have to. I'll start with the first is the uh, the Cyberpunk. Oh, uh, with Trigger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. May, which Trigger is going to come out on Netflix, on Netflix sometime yeah. in September. Yeah, so like I don't know much about it. I do know that the visuals are trigger-esque um it's kind of cool in the sense that like i think people are really invested in the aesthetic of cyberpunk with night city and not having to play a broken game probably makes the series a little bit better because there's like there's a lot of interesting fleshed out world and dynamic with it um from the bits i got to play of cyberpunk 2077 there's a lot of interesting um like fashion uh, i guess factions and ideas that translate over really well into an animated um series um i really liked when the um blade runner series got a couple animated shorts as well i hear a cat in the background (laughs) that's that's dopio he's crying for some reason i can't stop it i told you i told <laughs> one of my cats my that's my gremlin cat and he's just staring at me like i've got to give him attention i would totally get a cat of my own but like I, i'm really deadly allergic to like their hair so it would just like make my nose and sinuses just like clog up unfortunately yeah before, before <laughs> i talk about cyberpunk edge runners i'm just gonna see if i meow at him is he gonna meow back let's see meow that's not a does real not compute meow. oh wait he's staring he's staring at me like i'm an idiot and like <laughs> it's not a real meow yeah. nico yeah i know he's he's like doesn't understand you need you oh, need God, a you need I'm a sorry. good cat i think you probably uh, did i'm sorry i i he looks like i just insulted him and i'm just like i'm did you did like, you say just like a God. derogatory word to him <laughs> Or it's like when I, if I show up like as like a super weeb in Japan and I'm just like totally messing with the culture and everyone's just like, what, what is wrong with this guy here? And I'm like, that, hopefully that, that's probably the cat equivalent of what I just did. Um, but anyways, Cyberpunk Edge Runners from Trigger. Uh, that's kind of all I have to sell on it. And that's probably all I needed to, to watch the show. Um, they'll probably release it all in one, one single dump on Netflix. So there'll be like one day where it comes out i'll watch all of it and then have a pretty good pretty good afternoon i'd say was there another uh uh i guess september anime you were interested in nico or was that yes and i don't know if i will actually watch it in september because this is yojohan time machine blues Mm. which is going to be say the anime again sorry you mean disney disney prison yeah Yojohan Time Machine Blues. It is the sequel to one of my favorite shows ever, to the Tatami Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Tatami Galaxy is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's um, made by... uh, I'm going to call it 
it's basically science art because everyone who worked on it um, when they were part of Madhouse ended up going with uh, Masaki Yuasa and uh, uh, Anyang Choi in this studio. Um, and so it's like an amazing kind of like slice of life. Like the original thing is almost like where the protagonist is kind of got to live his college life, goes through all the different kind of choices he makes and just kind of hilarity kind of ensues at that point. Um, and like, it's hard to sell like the overall premise without kind of like spoiling a, a lot of it. But I, I felt like the dynamic was super interesting because a lot of it is like repetition of like the common themes of like falling into like the same like traps you make, um, like kind of like, but like maybe not even realizing it because you're not you're not aware of like going through the same time period over and over again but um it's like kind of the idea of trying to like take control of your your life um find out what you really want and i felt like it resonates really well and it's got a really amazing art style um and genuinely hilarious show um so this premise is basically where somehow all I'm seeing here, it says they've accidentally drowned the only remote control for their air conditioning unit. And then while they're discussing the predicament, a time traveler arrives 25 years from the future, prompting the protagonist to borrow his time machine in an effort to snatch the remote control from the past before it breaks. I don't know what that means. Probably, uh, probably just as it sounds, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I I have I have no idea what it means. Um, it, a lot of the same characters from the show, as well as the side movie, um, the nice short Walk On Girl, are all going to be kind of part of this in some way or another. Um, don't know what it's going to mean. Um, I'm already sold. Um, it was inspired by. There's a stage play written by Makoto Ueda in 2001 called summertime machine blues that was created into a film according to this background um and it's going to be directed by natsume shingo um the original director as well i think he also did um sunny boy yeah he did uh pretty sure yeah he did sunny boy he directed sunny boy and uh i think he did uh, Um, one punch man before that too yeah like makoto Ueda, like we've literally like I, th- I have them added on Facebook, so it's like wow, that is a flex. <laughs> yeah, like, well, okay, so so the James isn't here, but like I piggybacked off of James because we got to interview him at um at Fanime or Country Expo when he was there for for Country Expo, um because he's also done some of the stuff like writing within um like Carnival Phantasm and stuff, um so he he's got a lot of shows under his belt from that um thing and so it, it was just kind of interesting because i remember like james had got to have an interview with him and then we went to go get milkshakes uh later that night and then makoto Ueda um recognized him and tapped him on the back and was like hi james it's me and we're like oh it's him and he recognized him because james always wore like the same like uh funny hat from the convention so that was like a really funny moment um and it kind of we kind of got more deeper into like what we talked about during um that particular interview i'll have to try to see if i can dig up um the article from there but yeah as i'm going through this list i'm just like yo i was already sold on just like the concept of just sequel to tommy galaxy um 
but then all these other people working on it, and I'm just like, this is this is the greatest. I'm so happy. Yeah, what is it? So, uh, do we have time for one more kind of show on on my part? I guess. Yeah, we play. Okay. Um, let me see. I did. There was this one show that I. You know, I, I guess I'm more interested in the story around it and the hype around it rather than the story itself. But uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer is a highly anticipated mm-hmm. anime adaptation that is uh, going to dis- to debut here. And, you know, um, le- let me just say on my part, like, th- there's kind of been some red flags with the uh, anime production. Um and like Studio Nas, you know they they have a really spotty record. Uh, if you remember the My Sister My Writer uh, anime debacle from a few years back. Oh no! You, you I I don't know. Like I'm just getting bad vibes on this, and I have a feeling it might end up as a repeat of that. But uh, Gracie, I I kind of want to get your thoughts on on the on this uh, adap- adaptation. Well- I actually took it off my watch list because I was planning to watch it, but so many people uh, in the Sakuga community were like, um, this is bad. This is very, very bad. There is red flags everywhere with this production that I ultimately took it off because I was like, I don't want to suffer through it if it really is just that obvious that something is wrong with the production already. So yeah. That that that's really telling when like the baseline of their last show was so rough that like someone in the credits just like wrote help or something like we're or, like quote like we're in big trouble like somewhere in the credits is like a secret like message slash cry for help to like the audience. Really, I gotta I gotta dig deep and find find that. Yes, <laughs> at some yes, point. Yes, that is specific to my sister, my writer, yeah. and it's it's uh it's it's pretty wild. As like it might have just been a one off joke, knowing that like there was internal turmoil that um someone did. I don't know if it was like an actual legit like please help me. I'm trapped in this anime studio and they're making me animate my sister, my writer, or if if that was like a metaphorical um plea but it it, it was real and it was a uh, very uh yeah yikes. yeah i believe the production of that show at the time um you know just just in general with like a lot of anime productions these days is just being um you know over full of overworked animators and like outsourced studios from like uh, I guess countries just like outside of Japan too. So there, there's definitely like uh like a lack of uh, consistency in, in some of the uh, animation cuts for sure. Um, you know, and, and I'm not really a like a Sakuga expert, but even I can tell like for the Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer adaptation is like I, I'm I'm not sure what to, what to do. Um. Because like I I feel like I kind of want to watch it just to see what kind of trash fire dumpster uh, dive anime it'll become, but um, I, I, to my knowledge I do know since it's from the same creator as um, Planet Wit uh, it does have a uh, a lot of fans for sure. 
Oh wow. Okay, now that that makes more sense because that's like a lot of yeah. Plant Plant with got a lot of lot of appeal from that. So it's almost like you have like really high expectations going going into it. Oh no, that's so bad. I guess we're gonna have to see how it turns out. But yes, uh, you will have to let yeah. us know. So <laughs> any any yeah, Twitter yeah, better brace itself soon. So we're approaching the one hour mark. There's like three that I know are going to be big discussions if they're, but um, if if Agnes from Girl Taku was here, we would be talking about Ruby, Ice Queendom. Um, <laughs> what is she getting Ruby, angry the about is getting like... anime. She she gets like literally like physically <laughs> angry when talking about Ruby, but like it's it's interesting because like she talks, she's like read so much or watched so much of the um of the original show that like you can tell it, like it comes from like a place of someone who's like a huge fan that used to be a huge fan and just like saw it like kind of spiral a little bit, and you're just like, oh man, I I totally get that feeling. Um, is uh, but what's interesting, I guess. Uh, oh yeah. no, no, I was just gonna ask. It was uh, Rub is the Ruby Ice Queendom sort of like a remake of of like the first seasons of Ruby, or is it like just an original I, story? I really couldn't tell you. Um, it probably is like a specific arc within the the show because there's like five or six seasons like animated from Rooster Teeth out there, um, and given the kind of nature of the production, like the story's not like as tightly written as like, as like the actual action sequences are. Um, so that like, it's kind of in a place as a show that it can go wherever it, it wants. Um, so the thing about the writing is that it's animated by Shaft. So there's like a lot of actually big money thrown at that mm -hmm. and the writing mm -hmm. because uh, Ken Earl Butchie is credited with like the concept part of the first couple episodes, just, just and, like, like he another was another person, has, yeah, just like it was credited with yeah, Bubble, exact same thing as uh, Bubble and Albino Zero, and like it, like it's such a red flag. Like I love Genrobuchi, um, but I think the biggest red flag in this industry is when people say that he's written something and he didn't. It's like, it bothers me so much. And this was one of the shows that I remember seeing the initial bits on. I'll have to finally see like the end credits if there's anything with it or if like that was just like clickbait um, to begin with. Because for all I know, all I care, all he cares about right now is uh, Thunderbolt Fantasy Puppets, which I'm, I'm all for because that is an amazing, amazing series. Um, and like, yeah, there's there's just a lot of money thrown at this show. If you look at like all the credits of like who's on this, based on like who's going to be writing the songs, who's going to be doing the, the animation, and so it's just going to be interesting because you're finally going to have like that resolution of is Ruby an anime? Question mark. You're going to say yes because they oh, yeah. finally made an like a Japanese studio made an anime of of Ruby. There's no there's um, no discussion anymore. It's already set. Ruby is an anime uh that's set and final uh <laughs> good night yeah, good yeah night. But, but is it a good anime is the new question that, that that i think i'm gonna ask until it comes out and then i get to see for myself uh yeah um, I, I mean i'm still on the fence about seeing it but i i guess 
you know, summer summer is like I think a good time just to watch, uh, you know, uh, a bunch of new anime, and uh, you know, I'll probably just see, just peek at what the first episode's like, cause I I never saw the original Ruby, so I don't know how it'll compare to uh this new anime, but I'm sure Agnes and uh, Grotaku uh, crew would uh have their opinions about it for I sure. I will find yeah, a way I feel to like put I just, it in. <laughs> um, I gave Gracie the, the right bait to like kind of troll Agnes from like an upcoming Girl Taku episode whenever that comes out because like, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a fun discussion. Yeah, I mean, if, if Agnes likes it, that means it's probably good, though. That's that's the other thing. Is like, the, like her bar is probably really, really high going into it. Um, so she's she's probably gonna be the most critical one out of like anyone who's actually watching the show. Okay, and then the other one. I mean, I, I don't want to be like, oh, by the way, there's new new main abyss. But yeah, by the way, there's a new main abyss. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Yeah, it's gonna be on a high dive. By the way. Uh... So I like I don't know if it's been confirmed, but like I I think they have the previous season on, so um I I think for sure they're just gonna be grabbing a lot of new that title and a bunch of other new titles this season for sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a good move, I guess, from them because it gives it gives that would be be the only reason why I'd actually have a subscription for some of that stuff. Um, I know there's a lot of random like ninety stuff that they have that I like. Um that i've been meaning to watch but like yeah definitely would renew my high dive subscription to watch the new main abyss it's it started out originally on amazon but that that license expired at this point so everything is on yeah everything's on high high dive dive right now yeah for sure Mm -hmm. i don't know if there's much to say about this one it's it's amazing it's a good show it's not for everyone don't let the initial bits fool you um and it's taken place directly after the third movie in the movie series. So, uh, yeah, that movie, I, I think I watched the third movie recently it was so, so brutal. I, I, I honestly, I, uh, I, I think made it abyss is like a really good stealth, like body horror, uh, anime, uh, at its core, to be honest. So, um, hopefully I like, just from what I've heard from people who've read like the manga forward, it might get more, uh, I guess, uh, I guess body horror kind of gory, uh, in this new season. This is a sign that Nico needs to watch the cat anime. So. Sorry, my cat is being naughty. He's like knocking stuff over. I I try if I closed the door though, he would just be pounding on it the whole time, and all you'd hear on the recording would just be like dump dump dump, let me in. <laughs> so I have to let him. It, it's also a sign that I'm like no longer in control of my life, and I don't want <laughs> to be in that mindset after reading Dazai. I'll be real. <laughs> the cat controls your life, Nico. You can't escape it now. Ah. Uh... Oh god, no. Um <laughs> on that note, uh okay, there's there's more sequels. Oh god, I don't know if I have even time to like what talk about any of these ones, but there's a fourth season of Overlord. If you like that, cool. Uh, there's also a fourth season of uh Dungeon Dan Machi. Yeah. Uh, is it wrong to pick up Don Machi? Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon yep. number four? Uh 
Shadow's House that, season. Those two. are really, really high up there. Yep. This there's a what season? Uh, Shadow's sure. House season two and uh, oh, Dropkick on My Devil season two. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so much. It's almost like I don't know what else is left to say on some of this. It's almost like I'd wait till the impressions to give me on some of that stuff, but. Oh, I have a quick question for you, uh, Nico. Since you're a huge fan of Science Saru, are you going to watch the uh, original coming out as well? Uh, you mean when the what do you mean the original? The uh, you, the, I think it's Yure Deco. Uh, Yure Deco. Deco. Wait, wait, hang on. Let me let me double check. Let me Google search uh, Science Saru. It's it's uh it's uh like it hasn't gotten a lot of press because they kind of been covert with like the trailers and visuals and stuff but uh yeah science saru is like um it was one of like my underrated under the radar um titles to look out for but yurei deko is sort of like a um sort of like summer wars to be honest actually Oh yeah, this is oh Yude Deco TV anime. Yeah, I'm definitely watching that like the day it releases. Like I, I'm I'm a fan of Science Saru for life. Um they've only made one show that I disliked and I still enjoyed it. So and it, it's Japan Sings twenty twenty, by the way. Uh but Yeah, that was a miss. <laughs> it was a huge miss. But like that was it was pretty well animated, but like, oh man. Um if you want, I don't even remember when we talked about that one, but uh, yeah, definitely. I'm trying. I'm looking at the trailer right now. Just like I don't know anything of what it's going to be, so like, yeah, I'll watch it. Um, um. I think uh, <laughs> this is my encyclopedic uh, anime knowledge kind of working right now. I think it's like a bunch of characters on this like isolated island that um you know everyone has like uh digital avatars and and stuff like that and there's like a system that kind of um you know monitors people i can't exactly remember it for sure but just from watching it and reading the synopsis it's like it's similar to summer wars if you if if you remember that that film from a while back yeah interesting i'd be like this net Digital Oasis yep. thing. Okay. That's super interesting. Okay, so it's, it's super interesting, like, as I'm going through, like, the Science Saru works as, like, a from their official website, is, like, shows that were animated by studios under different names are now credited for Science Saru. So, like, Ping Pong, the animation, was originally animated as Madhouse, but since, like... A ship of Thebes moment where all of them just went and formed Science Saru. It's now like labeled under their own work, and so I find that super interesting. And uh, like you have some of these really like accredited episodes that were like kind of helmed by Yuasa or Choi or um, others that that all have the, these these credits. So I, I find that kind of interesting going through it. But yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, like it's it's funny because there's so many projects within Science Saru that. I hear about it and I'll be like, that's all I need to know is just seeing the the monkey logo I'll be like, okay, I'm going to watch this now. Um, wow, that was a mouthful. I am like really tired today because I don't have James to help back me up on, on 
keep in the conversation going. I think uh, this is a sign that to... we're done, though. So yeah, it I is think definitely it's a, a good sign, sign because... to kind of end it off on a good note yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the anything. Um, let me let me double check our socials as we go through this. We have our weekly polls conducted on Anna Trends. We can go to anatrends.net. Uh, that's anatrends with a Z dot net. We also have Twitter accounts. We have at anime trending podcast. Um, you can also follow some of us on our socials. You can follow me at Nico the Neko. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to like talk about anime or complain or just have me post pictures of my cat, I'll do that. Um, but you got to follow and. Um, Gracie, do you have any other final closing thoughts? Nope. I'm excited to see what next season is going to bring, especially Jack and Medi, who is haunting us via ghost, because I am actually going to watch Review Starlight uh, to uh, fill in the watch list since it's a lot shorter during the summer. So um, that will be interesting interactions with them. <laughs> you'll, you'll have a good time with that show. Uh they are really hoping that I like it, so. I know a lot of passionate fans about that uh, franchise, but you, you'll have a good time for sure. Uh, Will, any, any other cool? Oh, events? yes, for sure. Uh, actually, uh, since you now mentioned social media, you can find me on Twitter, at the writer TV, And uh, if you're ever on our uh, news, on our website, feel free to check out our news section. Uh, me and our other writer, Melvin, we cover a lot of anime uh, news coming up for the upcoming summer season. So uh, we hope that uh, we can keep you informed throughout uh, the rest of the year. And also, if you like, you can also find this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and any other audio streaming platforms that you may use. If you like this episode, you can also give us a good rating and maybe even leave us a review if you have time. And, you know, since Gracie mentioned this, you can also take a listen to the latest Grotaku podcast episode for this week. Uh, Gracie, do you want to tell just our listeners what you and your crew discussed uh, recently? Sure. So basically our last episode, we talked about... Um anime that we didn't click with so those are anime that we understand why people like them and why it's popular it's just we didn't personally get into them and didn't personally like it and it was really fun because actually a lot of us picked anime individually that the other really liked so I picked one that Isabel loved and then Agnes picked one that Isabel loved and I think um I think uh, one of her, <laughs> as, uh, Agnes picked one that I loved and another one that Isabel loved. And then Isabel picked one that I really loved. So lots of different opinions, which makes it really fun. So, yeah. <laughs> this is like the biggest standoff. Like, it was almost like you couldn't even host it in the same room after a certain point. We're like, that's it. This, these are fighting no, words no, now. After it <laughs> definitely no sounds like a fun on. episode. It was, it was just fun because we were all very surprised because um how we do girl talk is we don't reveal what our picks are for the topic is so we are reacting in real time so yeah <laughs> and you can find a girl taku podcast on again spotify itunes and whatever streaming audio streaming service you use so i think with that um 
we had a great discussion today and we'd like to thank everyone listening here uh, for tuning in to the latest episode of the Anime Trending Podcast. We'll see you all very soon and have a good night, good morning, and a good afternoon. Bye, everyone. Thank you.